We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Gresh and Fourier. Lindholm, Orloff, Lindholm, Orloff, Swartimer! The guy has some Ovechkin in him. And that's a 200-footer. Patrice Bergeron off the end board. I thought he might dish to Swayman. Coyle to Hathaway. Clifton two-on-one. Clifton scores! Two shorties on one kill. <laughs> He's already dead. Andy Gresh. Hey, it's Lou. Here's Arroyo swinging and driving one high and deep to left field. It is way back, and it is gone. A grand slam over the monster for Christian Arroyo. Yay, baseball. Christian Fourier. Of course you should be at the combine. I mean, it's, you're, you're kicking the tires on the future of your team. All of these players are going to be coming in at the final two years of Max Jones' very favorable rookie contract. So, yeah, it's important unless... You know, Bill is he's delegated so thoroughly and so well that Mac Rose got it. I don't think it's a big deal. Wait, can you imagine them making a decision purely off the combine? Gresh and Fourier right now. I don't, I don't spike the football between my legs when I get one. No! Right yeah. Right. On WEEI. Oh, it's the final hour. Hey, what did, what did Dino used to say? It's the final hour of the final day of whatever. He had this weird thing he would do. Every Friday. You know, had a few weird things. He was, he was weird. He was day. like, he was into weird things. So it's Gresh and Fourier. Gresh is in Vegas having a grand old time doing God knows what. It's kind of uh, nice. So, right? I'm a little jealous. You know what I was jealous of? And I'll just say it. The 10 to 2. Yeah. It was nice. He likes the nice. time, huh? You come in at 2 o'clock, remember we come in, those guys are leaving, you're like, oh, man, remember the days we used to 10 to 2, you're home by 3? I would tell you, like, <laughs> the one thing that took me the longest to get used to was getting up. No, no, going? no, no, no. One of, uh, from the old show, like the two to six slot. The thing that drove that was the toughest for me was like waiting till two to start, yeah, and then being done at six, not getting home till like seven, yeah, and just hating the fact that I was missing everything. But you no longer could do like, hey, let's do dinner at like six, six thirty. No, like, no, not home till no. seven. I sometimes, Lou, if I get out of here quick, now nobody's better at getting out of here than me. Um, I'm home sometimes at two thirty seven, two thirty eight. Like here, because my daughter's calling me up. Hey, will you pick me up from the bus stop? And the answer is, yeah, yeah. Like sure. do an afternoon drive, but Let's this time, this time's this time's the best. This this is um. I mean, listen, there's something about the morning show. Like, hey, I'm done it because I'm up early anyways. Yeah, but you got to get up at like four. Totally fine with it. I'm up at five thirty anyway. So I like so. I mean, what I would do is I would live like right across the street here with these little <laughs> condos that they made. I would live right in those condos. What do you think about Jockich? Huh? His first seven Dude, years, we finally got it out. What took us so long? I just you honestly, know what? God, what took us so long? A lot of people didn't want it to happen. An Lou. hour or two of razor, yep. the three of us. Yeah, a lot of people didn't want it to happen. I had to fight Ken on this tooth and nail. He finally decided to give me the green light. All we're missing is a basketball player. Well, let's couple, get Scal. What are we doing? Scal, Scal in here for an hour. And then I think the most debated part about Jokic is whether or not we uh, allow a soccer player. 
Get Taylor Twoman. Give him a call. He would be the only. He would be the guy, right? But he's he's kind of big time. He's like you know international. He's now. got time for I us. I mean, does he's got he time really? For us. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, do yeah. we treat him like the kicker on a football team? All you gotta do is get like. All you do is lock <laughs> I in. Like, I feel like I would tease him more than anybody. With Taylor, all you can do is lock in like a, like a tea time somewhere. Like oh, a nice, what it is? nice golf course. You tell him, listen, I'll lock you up. We're all set. We'll get you hook you up. You come in. That's all you need from him. Okay. I, I feel like I would tease him a lot. Yeah, it's fine. You okay. sure? Oh, you can handle it. Oh yeah, no question about it. I don't know why I feel He's like good soccer players are softer than the no, rest no, of us him. men, no, him, us no, other him. men. I'm gonna I'm gonna recap the Brewers real quick, but I want to get to this one call that's been holding on because I do think it's interesting with the aluminum bats and Major League Baseball. Brian, what's up? You're on with uh, Gresham Forey with Lou sitting in. What's up? What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, guys? Long time caller, first. I mean, first long time listener, first time caller. Okay, nice. look at you. Uh, this is my call for Lou. Mm. Uh, I've always been wondering. I, when I started in the league, in my 50s, we played with wooden bats. And when we got to Tony League, we went to aluminum. Mm. Is the only reason why college players play with aluminum is because of all the broken bats and financial? Or wouldn't it be make more sense to, to just start off how you want to finish in the pros with wood? I think that's part or, of it. Or, 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 or if the pros play with aluminum, how much difference would it make for home runs and records and how far would they have to move defenses back? You know what it is? Like, bats have changed so much now. Brian, thanks for the call. Like, when I was playing, like, the difference between aluminum and wood was was huge. But now, like, <laughs> aluminum is, like, minus three, meaning, like, 33, 34-inch bats, 31 ounces, you know, and that's what basically wood is. But I remember using wood all summer in the Cape League, using aluminum. Aluminum could be drop eight back then, you know, drop seven back then, I believe. So it was like I'm swinging 34, you know, 33, 25 you know, you talk about bat speed, ball come jumping off the bat. They've deadened aluminum bats. Now, they're all minus three. Now, once you get to a certain age, is the difference that much more? I'm sure there is, but honestly, I'm not, I don't really know those things yet about like the bats I, I, at that level. I do think that's interesting. Not as though, much as it once was. When you come to like sports that are really driven by technology, I think of golf. And the drivers, and, and you know, the, every yeah. year they come up with some sort of new technology that They're makes the, the ball go farther and yeah. straighter. Yeah, I'd say every single year, farther and straighter. And, and, and for people who know how to hit, sure. For us who suck, okay, it doesn't matter. Um, obviously, we talked to Razor about like hockey, the sticks, right? Going from like the, the technology being able to, you know, everything's a little bit, you know, faster and, and tougher to stop and harder to see. And then baseball, I would think that they would regulate. The aluminum bats. Yeah. To yeah. To like. Well, listen. You're never going to be hit, be able to hit it farther than this, no matter what. Because I would think if you gave aluminum bats and you let technology fly unregulated, do whatever you want, I think somebody would die. Well, I'm not kidding. Yeah. If you imagine a line drive to a, to a pitcher off an aluminum bat. Youth, I see it at the youth level. Like they have like you know USA bats that like you got to use in rec leagues. The ball doesn't go anywhere. And it deadens it because it's rec leagues. And they figure it's the little Johnny's out there picking his nose at third base. We don't want to get him killed. You know, and it's funny because actually then... Actually picking his nose. Yeah, though. and then you actually go to, like, where kids really, you know, AAU programs, things like that, and they're using these other bats that actually the ball jumps, and they're better and they're stronger. And it's like, Jesus, how the hell do you use the guy pitching from 40 feet away, you know, in Little League? It's like, good God. So, yeah, they've deadened them a little bit. But like I said, the 13, I see the difference. But now as you get older, these BB core minus three weights, it's it's all minus three. I'm sure there's a little bit more juice in them. But a lot of these kids swing wood now at a young age. Kind of get used to it anyway. The, we used to do an old uh, segment called Out of Context. And uh, your last uh, your last little uh, little part of your comment right there would have been a perfect. Well, it was like Razor the other day. Yeah. Talk, I don't know if it was Char, but it was the second guy he mentioned said he had a hammer. 
He had a I'm hammer, like, and he would swing it. Like a shot? or <laughs> Yeah, which one? We, we are playing. We are doing duckets right now. Okay. But I, I guess the Bruins, you, we can officially call them a wagon, Lou. They are. Okay, uh, they beat the Buffalo Sabres 7-1 to last night. Uh, season high. That's their ninth straight win and become the fastest team in NHL history to, re- to reach 100 points. They're actually at 101 points. But uh, Jim Montgomery last night on uh, the fast start. The super, super fast start. It's a really, it was really impressive. Like right away from the first couple of shifts, I saw the jump we had and the execution. And I was like, we're going to be good tonight. And you could just tell, like, we just had it. Yeah. So that was obviously uh, no goals in the first period, though. Two in the second, then it was a straight up just beat down after that. But this is what kind of stood out to me, Leo. I want to get your opinion of this because I don't feel like we give this guy enough credit. And obviously, Jim Montgomery feels the same way. Jim Montgomery on uh, how he doesn't think uh, Don Sweeney gets enough credit. It's been really amazing to watch them want to be great because it's with the schedule and everything it, it's it's really impressive but you can't do it unless you have two great goalies you have a decor that can shut people down and can help you score and you got four lines that help you every night i don't think don sweeney gets enough credit see that that was it even the quick little pause so does he deserve more credit or uh, or should he get all of it because all those people that well, he named, like he put all those guys together, even the guys, even Lindholm and uh, who was it, uh, Taylor Hall. That that wasn't um, that was Mark. Is another one a couple years ago. Why are you spending yeah. that kind of money on a guy like this? You know, journeyman from Buffalo. Is he really that good? Now he's he's going to win the Vesna. He's the best goalie in the league. I think. I don't know who's not giving him enough credit. You know, already. I don't know. You know what I mean? So is he getting enough? I think people are. Or if they're not, they should. You know, because when you think about the team. I mean, when Cassidy was fired, it was like they fired the wrong guy. Remember, that was like the talk. They should have fired Don Sweeney, too. I can't believe Cam's sticking with him. Ah, oh, the brotherhood. This team, this organization as a whole is too comfortable. You know, then you had, remember that kid Mitchell Miller signing? Like, they got off to this big start the first two or three weeks. They were on fire. Then they signed this kid Mitchell Miller. A couple days later, stories break, and they release him. And you're like, Jesus, Don. You got off to a good start. You do something stupid like this. But when you look at this roster, the trades that he makes at the NHL level, which he's always kind of hit on, you know, the concern with with Sweeney has always been the draft. Well, he took care of that because he traded away some picks, but he's made some great trades. Bringing in Orloff, bringing in Hathaway, you know, bringing in uh, Lindholm and signing him to an extension last year. Again, Olmark last year. You got a deep roster. You know, he brought back Krejci. A lot of people weren't crazy about that. Is he too old? Can he play? The Zaka trade was fantastic. I mean, everything he's done has worked. Yeah, he should get a ton of credit. Yeah, and, and I'll say, though, I mean, I don't think – Right now, everyone's all excited about how they've literally just stacked the deck with talent, right? And my thing is that they're too good to fail, which seems like I just jinxed them because the Rangers are good, Carolina's good, Tampa's not good. None of these teams are just going to lie down. And, and even the, and the one thing that I keep hearing from other teams that I monitor that I actually have a, have a guy on the inside, Lou, the one thing that they keep bringing up is the playoffs and how it's different. That's what they say. Playoffs are, are that's a different monster. That's a different animal. But I will use Razor's line: is we think these this team is going to lose four games in twelve days. Yeah, really it's hard think, to see. But you think this team is going to allow themselves to be closed out at home, having the best record, having home ice the entire time, like never giving it up? It, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, you expect them to have a very deep run in the postseason, get to the cup, or see what happens. Because, you know, we see the President's Trophy winners, all the records are out there, how many actually go on to win the Cup. But I can't remember the last time we've seen one like this just lap the rest of the league. You know, the other two teams in the East are like, you know, the second-best records, and that would be like Carolina and Toronto. 
These teams are like plus 46, plus 47 in goals. The Bruins are 103. Those two teams are like at 86, 84 points. You want to look at the Devils are 85 points. They're at 101. You know, the President's Trophy, these teams where they are, 85, 86 points. You know, you see the Bruins or the team leading would be at about 91 or 92. Best team in the league. They're at 101. They haven't lost nine games yet, let alone 10. I know. It's, it's and, in, it and really it's, is insane. The goal differential is through the roof. It's more than doubling the second best teams in the league. I don't even, I don't even know, um, as far as watching the games, like what type of enjoyment? You're just beating up on guys. You're beating up on teams. And the team, the games will have less and less importance at the closer you get to the first round of the playoffs. There will, there will be a stretch where they'll have like probably five or six games that are meaningless to them because they have already kind of locked up that number one seed throughout the, throughout the playoffs. Then it will be load management. It will be how do you preserve their legs and how do you, and then you'd be, the next talk will be how do you keep them hungry? How do you protect against complacency, boredom? All that's, it's going to be these things. Good problems to have, mind you, but that will be the next narrative that ends up dropping as soon as they kind of yeah. lock up that first position. How do you position? keep them focused? Yeah. You know, whether it's going for certain records, but I think resting guys, to your point, limit, you know, maybe a few nights here, minute restrictions, whatever it might be, put somebody up on the floor to give them a night off. <coughs> Excuse me, but not it. I just saw this one, this one stat today. I forgot what it was. The Bruins leading after the second period. Yeah, they're thirty-four zero and two. Yeah, like. What is that? That's not even normal. They would use the line from you, like when, when they find somebody's in distress and they got them, they put their foot on their neck and they choke them out. Yeah, that's just what they do. Listen, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the Bruins for a long time because uh, they will be playing into June, and and your calls are coming up next for the next. I call it thirty minutes six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I need some relationship advice from Lou. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, more Gresham Fourier. On WEEI and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. I think this is the one song I want to outlaw. Why? You know, I always have these songs with Ryan that I just hate it. I don't know. It's like it's Friday. I feel like we should, uh, you know, it should be something like, what do you plan on doing this weekend, Lou? What do you plan on doing? That's a good question. What are you going to do? The whole weekend free? Well, I'm leaving Wednesday, so I got some oh, right. going family back to... things. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to hang out. Okay. Yeah. My anniversary is on Saturday. Oh, boy. Oh. It is on Saturday. So the, football, the football anniversaries are different than the... They are? Base, everybody in baseball gets married in November and December. Yeah. you guys, it's like, yeah, March yep. to June, right? Yep. Kind of. Uh, do you know how many years you've been married? 17? <laughs> uh... Was that a question mark? 15. No, <laughs> that was 100% a question last mark. Last year was our 15th, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <sighs> you? That's so stupid of me. I don't know why I even did that right now. That's part of my... That's part of like my... Because you're not prepared for me to ask you to follow no, up? No, I didn't want to follow you? up. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say... Seven? 
Okay. <laughs> well, you're, you're going to find out in about 10 seconds, maybe, uh, if she's listening. Uh, no, no, she's not listening. <laughs> she's working full time. So if you want to get in on the phone with Is this anything. the advice? Are you worried about no, it? No, no. Give me five minutes, and I'm going to ask your advice. So there was this, my wife sent me this, uh, this article from uh, Inc. Magazine. And I'll give you the headline, okay? Mm. So give me about five minutes. About one thirty, I'll bring this up to you, okay? Because okay. I want to get your thoughts on the Celtics real quick. I'm going to take a couple of these calls if they're still around. Uh, headline, three things people who are good at conversations don't do, according to a research psychologist. Oh, I like it's this. It's easy to fall into bad conversational mm. habits. Here's how to avoid them. Okay. This is what Kim sent me. She sent you this? No, no, yeah. She sent me this link, and I think it was kind of as a joke. Joking, not joking. Well, let's hear him because I'm sure like every wife probably should send this. We're going to do it now. You know, screw Let's just do it now. Yeah, All right. Ahead. I'll get your thoughts. All right. Let's the first on. one. Yeah. Here's how it starts. How good are you at conversation? If not you're good. if you're like most people, you may wonder about your own conversational skills. The truth is being good at conversation is as much about what you don't say as it is about what you do say, Lou. Okay. I would say that probably we are in the communication business, are we not? Yes. I would like to assume that we are really good at listening, pacing ourselves, uh, having a, like a, 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 a nonverbal stop sign. I don't think we are. I think, well, I can tell you who the worst person is at, like, as far as interrupting. That would be Glenn. Yes. Glenn, Glenn has none of these. Is that one of them? Well, the, Shut up, Fourier. The first one is interrupting. So different people from different backgrounds have varying attitudes towards interrupting. I mean, do they? I guess. Like, are different backgrounds? I guess, like, uh, if you're well, in a big Italian household, oh, nobody, hey, nobody lets you finish. Well, the I would say that that's one of my wife's complaints. But this is where you talk about. But the business that we've been in, right, we interrupt. So when you all day long, it's like you either interrupt or you start right when the conversation's over, but you sort of interrupt to get into it. So what you do for a living is not good. For back Same. home, I, I agree with you. So I blame my job on my communication skills. Good plan, because see how far that gets you. No, no, because you're right though. Because in this is like, if, especially if you have three people, four people. God forbid you have four. Right. You are waiting for that nonverbal cue, and everybody's got their hands up. You know, look, okay, with oh, one second, one second. Yeah. So you're going like this, and you're trying to wait to kind of jump in. But yeah, interrupting is something that I definitely yeah. do. You know why? Here's you the don't want why dead air like the people across the street. You don't want no, that. No, no, we competitor. don't want that. We want constant pacing. Yeah. We want to keep going. I, I will say this. I tend to interrupt when I know I'm wrong. That That is, I think, if I'm going to self-evaluate myself here live on radio – I have a tendency to interrupt. Like if you're saying something and you're like you, because I've done this to you a lot, and you got a good point, and you're like ripping real quick. I was like, I gotta, I gotta cut him off. And you're wrong. I gotta cut him off real quick before he's before I'm like up against the wall with no recourse, <laughs> and I gotta cheap shot you. So interrupting was here's another one. Oh, you know, tell me the first person you think of when you hear this. Here's the other sign that you can't communicate that you're terrible at it. One upping. Go ahead. You know how this goes. Our colleague uh, tells you that they they fell off a ladder and sprained their ankle. And uh, you recount how you once fell off a roof and broke your femur, right? Because that's worse. Who do you think does that all the time? Glenn? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think I'm a one-upper, though. No, it's more of like, um, uh, you know, uh, how about this one? I didn't sleep well last night. Oh, yeah? Well, I was up at 2. Well, I was up at 3. But then I got up for the day at 5. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm well, more tired true. than you. Like, you know, those okay. are the conversations you want to get away from. That happens a lot. And I don't think uh, subconsciously maybe, you know, people do it as far as uh, if somebody tells you. Hey, I definitely sleep better than my wife. I'll tell you well, that. Well, we got the mouth guard now, too. Oh, she yeah, yeah. she sleeps better, too, then, right? Yeah, well, no, she's still. If somebody tells you, 
if you wake up in the morning, Steph says, hey, you know, oh, man, I slept terrible. And you know that you slept terrible also. Do you feel it's up to you to be, you know, considerate and just give her her time to kind of bitch and complain That's about part, how yes. That's how, what this is all about right This here. is what it's about. So you really shouldn't say anything. Even if you didn't get any sleep either, you Even just leave that out. Even if you didn't out. get any sleep. You leave that out. Yeah. Again, I, I'm vent. not thinking about that. Maybe that, And this is the problem. So right now, I think I'm 0 for 2. So you're selfish. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm just a... <laughs> I'm not. I'm just a bad communicator. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You know exactly what I majored in in college? A great communicator. Communication. Communications. <laughs> what field do you work in? The communications field. It's yeah, amazing. But it's amazing the lack of communication in this communication business sometimes too, as you guys know. How about this one? Okay, um, giving unasked for advice. Sometimes people tell us about difficult things going on in their work or their lives because they're not sure what to do and they want uh, they want our advice but very often Lou people simply feel the need to talk about what's upsetting them to a sympathetic listener so they just want to bitch and complain it's I call it self pity hour yeah I do all of these things I think I do also yeah I do all of these things I find myself like every conversation I every potential conversation I have with my wife yeah is a trap <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm the Matt Patricia of communication skills. It's a trap. Everything. Yeah, I'm but bad I, at it. I, I do that last one probably way too much and annoys the hell out of her. Giving unasked for advice. Trap yeah, yeah. question. Yeah, because she'll be saying something like, "Why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that?" And she's like, Duh. "So she comes <laughs> to you saying like, uh, like she literally just doesn't want your opinion on what she should do. She so when she's done, how do you end? She's it? a big texter, you know. And, oh, and, that's and, a trap too. And I would be like, just why don't you just pick up the phone? And get it, have a conversation. And she doesn't, yeah, she's just like, you know, what, you know, no, she wants to do her thing. I'm like, fine, that's fine. It's a yeah, it's a fine. I, I do But I like do that a, too much. I do all those things too much. I do all of them. There's actually six that's of good them. good advice. I There's actually it. six. You want me to send this to you? Yeah, you should. Hey, send why don't you send this to Steph? No, she wants you to send this to me. Okay, well, I, listen, I feel like I'm doing you a solid right you now. Are. Yeah, you're you going to the one. weekend. You're having all these new skills. And on Monday, because you will be back here on Monday. I will be. Gresh is still in Vegas. He's not going to be back till Tuesday. And on Tuesday, we're doing shots for a cure. Have you heard about this? What is this? Okay, so on Tuesday, we're going to the Auerbach Center, and we are trying to raise $25,000 for the American Diabetes Association. So there are eight shooters. I think, actually, maybe there may be 10 now. Uh, each shooter has a minute to shoot up uh, and put up as many shots as possible, and each spot on the floor is going to have a dollar figure on it, right? So, so Wiggy's in. No, Wiggy's out. He's a loser. He, he, like, no, he couldn't like catch a football. Captain, I'm the shooter guy. Uh, like all no, those... So is Arcan, though. Arcan has been politicking for a spot. And unfortunately, I can't. I mean, he keeps texting what me. What time is this going me. on? This is going to be Tuesday. This Tuesday, March 7th at 11.15. In the middle of the show? Middle of the show. We're doing it live. So Greg's shooting. Probably nothing from him, right? Probably. Don't expect much. Okay. Uh, Courtney? Probably more from him, her than him. People probably want Courtney to dress as she did on her vacation. What was That's that? Probably what they want. What do you mean? There's well, they, 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 listen. They were talking about so I, so I feel like it's fair game. Listen, she was on vacation. She had some, uh, you know, some floss issues, you know, with the one of her one of something that she was wearing, and uh, you know, it got sent out there on <laughs> Instagram. Issues. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But there's not a nicer person than Courtney. But uh, you know, listen, if you're on vacation, if they were taking pictures of me on vacation, mm. I mean, I don't think. Uh, Wait. Listen, okay. So Greg and Courtney are shooting. Greg for the morning show. You Gresh, and Gresh. Gresh and I. Yep. Mego. And Mego. And Rich. She'll probably win, Mego. So, well, although Rich seen her a sharpshooter. No. Rich, Mego sent me a text message of her shoot. She was practicing. 
Let me tell you. She'll win. There's a reason why she played lacrosse and not basketball. Oh, really? I'm going to say Mego She loves the sport, but she can't shoot? She she loves talking about it. She loves analyzing. But she's she's an example of someone who can talk it but can't play it. Well, well, is Mego coming in for the cross? Mego may need to come in, but uh, we'll see what happens with Mego. But uh, no. And And then Rich. Uh, Steve Dakota from Braintree, okay, uh, from uh, Swing Juice, uh, and then I grabbed uh, Dana Barrows. Oh, okay, there you go. Get your ringer. <laughs> I got Dana money. Barrows. I was at a BC Women's Basketball game, and Dana Barrows' his name is up there, like retired jersey. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have his number. Yeah. So they they hang his name from the rafters, but they don't put his number. So is his no, name is his number officially retired? No, his or is name he, is. You know what? Is he just in the Hall of Fame? No, you know that's what it is. His name is his retired. number's not retired. His name is. No one can ever be Dana Barrows. Nobody can ever be Dana Barrows <laughs> ever again. I was watching it going. I feel like a big dope. Like, did they retire his number? No, he's in some sort of BC Basketball Hall of Fame. Is what it is. Yeah. Because they did. Because uh, I don't. I don't know whose number is retired. But I feel like we got better today. I feel like definitely got smarter. You offered a ton of advice on baseball, hockey, you name it, quickly. Uh, Celtics. The big thing for me is they're they're not quite as advanced, I would say, or as the Bruins are with the you know the lead that they have, the padding that they have. They don't There's anymore. still some good teams. Yeah, the Celtics now, you know, they do not have the number one seed right now. As we sit, they do play the Milwaukee Bucks on March 30th. That'll be some sort. That'll determine something. But overall. Like what do you, when you look at this team, like what do you think is the most important thing for this team moving forward? Like a lot of it is, uh, you know, get that number one seed, right, no matter I mean, what. I would say, you, yeah, start with health. Number one seed is nice. Is it necessary? I, I don't know. Can they not beat the Bucks if they don't get home court? So, well, the Bucks couldn't beat you, and they didn't have home court, right? So last year, that's an amazing thing. Like, I heard that promo, like Bruins or Celtics, and it's obviously the Bruins because the Celtics right now they don't even have the best record, like the Bruins do, are just lapping everybody. What was the promo? I think it was Wiggy talking about like the Bruins or Celtics most disappointing whatever. If and they it, don't win if it, if they don't win it, be, obviously it's the Bruins because right now, like I said, the Bucks have won what sixteen straight, and Middleton doesn't even seem like he's back yet. Yeah, you know he isn't really playing good basketball, and it comes down to now it's sort of like you wait and see. And I think we've said at the beginning of the season, it's like, does this regular season really just come down to Boston versus Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals? And I don't think anything's really changed. You know what I mean? Like, you're just watching this team. They're deeper. I think they're better. I think their stars are more mature. I think Tatum has taken it to the next level, but it's going to come down to that exactly. Tatum and Brown, like, they're stars in the postseason. You can't have what happened in the finals. They got to be great throughout the whole thing. And if they do, they should be there. Now, this Them may be in the a, box. And this may be lame. So, if we're going to look at the both, both teams, all right, look at the Bruins and look at the Celtics. Because obviously, what, what Sweeney has done is basically determined, and, the, and I feel like the players have co signed on it. That it's uh, now they have no excuses. So I would say, like pressure wise, who has most the most pressure is the the Bruins. Now we've given you every last resource. We've given you every advantage. We've uh, we've given up every draft pick that we have. Now all you have to do is go win a cup. Like that's it. The hay is in the barn. Just close the door and let's uh, sit, figure out what when Difference. the when the. Yeah. Right? It, wouldn't it be the Bruins? It has to be, yeah. They're more all in um, at the deadline. There's, there's, you know, when you're talking about four lines and three D pairs, like there's more depth that you can add, which is what Sweeney did. When you're talking about NBA and you get to the playoffs, it's about an eight man rotation. So you add Muscala, that kind of helps, but you're still depth, whether Grant Williams is in the mix, out of the mix. It's a playoff matchup. There'll probably be series where Grant Williams plays a lot. There'll be other series which he doesn't play at all. So it wasn't like the Celtics. They didn't need as much as maybe you just need, like, in hockey just for depth. 
So, you know, you don't need to improve your top seven. Those guys are pretty legit. So you went out and got a guy like Muscala to help your bench. Perfect. But the bottom line is that right now the Bucks are the better team. Like, just look at the standings. Whether you think they're not, they're on the same playing field, even playing field. And that's why it's going to come down to if the Bruins were to lose, you would sit there. They lost to an inferior team. If the Celtics were to drop the Eastern Conference Finals to the Bucks, you'd be disappointed. But you're like, it's a good basketball team. Right. So I think, you know, the Celtics right now, it's you're just in a wait and see. I was going to bring this up to you on Monday when you uh, uh, join us again as Gresh is hanging out in Vegas. But let me ask you, uh, I'm going to bring this up. We're bringing Ted in New Hampshire up about Rookie of the Year chances for Yoshida or Casas. Uh, what's up, Ted? Hey, long live the MFR guys. Yeah, what's up, Ted? We, we don't got a lot of time. What's hey. up? All right, sorry. So, yeah, sports gambling coming to Massachusetts. Lou, uh, you've been down for it paying attention. I want to know who you think has got a better chance Rookie of the Year, uh, Cassis or Yoshida? Um, first off, I don't necessarily agree that like Yoshida should be in the rookie of the year conversation. This goes back to like Ichiro and yeah. Tani and those guys. They play professional in, yeah. baseball, and, you know, and professionally in Japan. Like some of these guys, they come over at like 21, 22, if you even can, that'd be a different story. But I think both of them have a good chance. You know, I expect both these guys to, you know, their upside. See some of the, the projections for Yoshida. And if you ever hit some of those projections, it would be a steal at 18 million. There's numbers that are like 295 with like 26 bombs. And Cassis, what can he hit? I don't know, is he a 275 guy, 360, 380 on base, hit 25 bombs? I think they're going to be in the mix. Like both of them will be in the mix. And again, games played. If Cassis stays healthy and plays 145 games, he will be in the mix. Top five rookie of the year. And Yoshida, I guess, you know, he's, he's allowed to be in there. We got to see him adjust to it, but what I've seen has been pretty impressive so far. The first week, yeah. So me. on Monday, so you have some time to prep, and I know you're heading back to uh, Fort Myers on Wednesday. What, what do you? What's your game schedule like? What's what are we? So looking Wednesday, at? Uh, doing both, like you know, Nesson and Wei. Last trip, I did the four Nesson games, which was a blast, including the Northeastern game. When I go back, it's going to be twelve more, but like ten EI in the booth with Joe and Will, and then there'll be a couple of Nesson games at the back end of that trip for a couple of weeks. It'd be nice. And I'll come back, and then it's like a week before the so, season opens. So on Monday, I'm going to use you as a cheat sheet, okay? Gotcha. So I'm gonna, we're going to do a quick little uh, scouting report on – I'm just going to call it the players that matter. Okay. All right? You know, not, I'm not going to go into, like, uh, you know, anybody who I don't think is going to play. I think uh, the storylines are – obviously, we did the headlines today. Um, but I feel like that's an easy way for people to catch up on the Red Sox – without investing a bunch of time reading about the Red Sox or right. watching the games, right? We can do it. So we're going to call it 9-90. and 90. Ooh. Uh, Right? I feel like that guy had a good idea. Instead of, you know, Nesson in two or Red Sox in two, it's going to be 9-90. and 90. Yeah, no, but we're going to do that here? No. Okay. <laughs> no, we're going to do it right now. <laughs> now we're going to do that right now. Right now, okay. uh, we are going to actually going to send you off on the weekend with uh, Are You Done? That is next. Original. Original. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Now, more Gresham Fourier. On W-E-E-I. Now, it's time for... Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? On Gresh and Fourier. Are you done? If you run a business, you know the rough impact a labor shortage can have on your customers' phone experience. Now, Unified Office specializes in keeping businesses from losing incoming customer calls and revenue. 
Learn more at unifiedoffice.com. Billy, my best friend, Billy, 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 are you done? I am not done. His, uh, this is for both of you. This is actually for everybody. Okay. So I saw a picture online. J.J. Watt is playing rec league hockey, keeping himself busy playing hockey. First of all, it's terrifying to think of that guy on a pair Holy of skates smoke. coming at you in the Can corner. He, I'm assuming he, I actually, I he's saw been doing him. it for a while. Yeah, he's He been skates playing, really good. He's been playing rec really league well. hockey for, yeah. uh, for, for a while. So I got a photo of uh, inside the locker room, and they have a giant rotisserie hot dog machine. <laughs> so these guys are just crushing hot dogs at the end of games. So, and it's like again, it's like the convenience store one. This isn't yeah. some little stuff you would throw on your counter at home or a little steamer at home. Full on industrial hot dog rolling machine. What has in, been in your locker rooms, pros, college, that was out of the ordinary, like something That's like good. that? That's a great question. I'm trying to think. We we never really had. College, like, nothing. Granted it's, granted, it's rec league, so these are well, just like... Well, no, and these are guys These guys are probably saying, hey, who has, like, a margarita machine? Right. Hey, bring that. Hey, is anybody... Like, I have a popcorn machine that has been in my basement for, like, maybe 20 years. I've never used, like, the like the industrial size one. Yeah, yeah, big turning motor in it. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's... It, we never use it because it's a pain in the ass. If you go on twitch.tv slash WEI, you'll is, see... Yeah. This so this is this paints a different picture because the, this is before they're playing they're gonna pound I, I, all these I can't, freaking hot dogs. I can't tell if it's before or after. Either way, like if, if I was on that team and if that thing was going before the game, I would one hundred percent. I eat could two not resist. What, what do you think, Lou? Like, what do you have? Like anything in your locker room that you're like, what the hell is that? Doing yeah, before in a game. Like, I mean, everybody, is everybody so into nutrition now. Um, if if somebody brought a hot dog machine into a football uh, locker room, they would burn the thing. The one thing I think was dangerous was when we first put in the uh, soft serve ice cream. Oh, forget it, yes. machine. And it was like... They give you guys the little plastic helmets, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like the styrofoam ah, Just like the fans. And That's everyone, right. You know, you started seeing the starting pitchers, maybe of the guys that weren't pitch, pitching that day, whatever, come in, you know, before game time with their ice cream or whatever. Next thing you know, you saw a couple of starters be like, hmm, grab a little ice cream before... Dangerous. It's dangerous. Absolutely dangerous. It Hot was dogs dangerous. and ice cream, forget it. Because then they had, the, of course, they have, like, the sprinkles, and they've got the chocolate chips, and they got the nuts, and they got, you know, I will whipped cream. They got it all. And the next thing you know, guys are whipping out Sundays, and it just was, like, probably I will not say the best this. Thing. Okay, the, the, the best for me, like, it, it's, it's something that's similar, was during camp. Now, during the regular season, they don't give you anything. But during camp, it is the popcorn. It is the ice cream. It is the... Whatever they can give you to to keep you happy, like that's what it used to be. What like is it a test, make sure don't eat this. No, it's that no. they're the um, the prize for putting up with the heat. And yeah, all the well, torture. no, it is. You've earned this popcorn. Yeah, it, it really is. Yes, it's like they don't do this anymore. The carrot though. on the string. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. Let's get this through practice when, and have some this, ice cream. This is one camp. You had meetings that started at seven seven fifteen. It w- they wouldn't end till eleven. So and curfew was at twelve or maybe it was mm. at six. So. The only way to kind of keep you motivated or to keep you, you know, hey, what do I have to look forward to? The ice cream machine. Engaged. The popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. I'm like taking it. I'm like, now it's all coming back to me. He's like, it was all a trick. But like you saw, that hot dog machine was no joke. This oh. wasn't a little. The only thing product. I would add to it, Billy. Lay it on me. Chili. Ooh, oh, just a little crock pot of chili. Just, just a small little crock pot of chili. Yeah, like nacho chili. Chili. A little There's spoon, throw some chili on that dog. Some chili. Yeah. I tell you what, if they're, if uh, if I'm on my deathbed, like if, before they electrocute me, maybe when I'm on death row, I'm making a final my, meal. I, I want a badass uh, chili dog. Yeah, I do. With Man. like uh Okay, chili. so you're on death row. How many chili dogs could you eat? Well, I don't care if my head explodes or my stomach explodes. So I'm going until they stop matter. me. I'm going until they stop me. I mean, it's got to be 8 to 10. 
Easily. Right, easily. Didn't we have a hot dog eating contest we years did. ago? We did. Who was uh, in that one? Ben's. Was, Lou and I and Ben's, we stopped eating it. He, he just tapped out at the lake. What did you do? Just like eating them during the show? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. like No, live. Just tell me. No, her. no, that's what I'm saying. But like throughout Legal. the four hours, there wasn't like. No, we had a time limit. Oh, okay, gotcha. I wasn't sure if there was just like a tray of hot dogs and it was like, how many could you eat in this four hours? Yeah. It was like a tribute to the whole hot dog eating contest yeah. you know, years ago. Are you done? Are, yeah, I'm done. Are you done? Are you done? Good one. Uh, how about you, Nick? Just a little quick thing. Tyler Bertuzzi going to play for the Bruins tomorrow. Yeah. And Brad Marchand, not really all that hurt. Left yesterday's game due to precautionary reasons. He's also going to play tomorrow. Ooh. So your little injury bug, Ooh, like not as bad as everybody thought outside of Tyler. Ooh, there's nobody, there's nobody there's nobody. tougher than hockey players, yeah. Lou. Like hey, it. look at Tyler Bertuzzi. He's missing teeth. No, no, it's not Bertuzzi anymore. Oh, no. Per, it's, uh, it's pastrami or whatever it's it was. Pastrami. No, prosciutto. Prosciutto. We're going to call him prosciutto now. Bertuzzi's now, now known as uh, prosciutto. <laughs> It well, reminds me of yeah. LeVar Ball and, like, Michelangelo yeah. and Leonardo, yeah. all the Ball brothers. We're not going <laughs> to – Lemoncello. We're not going to call them by their names. Also, do you think J.J. Watt plays goalie? He should be. Yeah, he, he'd he should be, be a guy that would be a if great he can, goalie. He's he like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. He could skate. He grew up in Wisconsin. Covered he'd be up. a good like goalie. It. If like there was it. an athlete, okay, uh, that could – think about it. You're, you've been played your whole life playing football, getting your ass kicked. Now they say, listen, all you got to do is, like, put all this padding on. You're not moving but more than, you know, three inches either way. And then uh, you'd be fine with it. Mm. Be healthy and you'd be fine. Are you done? Are, are you done? I've are actually done? got one. I'm done. You do? Okay, yeah. Lou. Yeah. Uh, talking about the, uh, some of the rules in baseball, we're starting to see today some interesting strategies. Now, you can ban- the shift is banned, right? You yeah. can't you shift anymore. Today, Joey Gallo was up for the Minnesota Twins, and the Red Sox took Adam Duvall and put him in shallow right field and brought their left fielder over and played center. So left field is completely wide open. And I wonder if they would do that with, say, Kike when he was in center or his kid like Rafaela. Yeah, down in minor leagues because he's an infielder as well. But Duvall, I mean, I think it's just sort of seeing how they feel about it. Because I'm not so sure Duvall is an infielder. If he feels the ball in shallow right, can he pick it and throw to first? But just sort of different strategies. The other one was Scherzer today. I just tweeted out the video, and I heard this in the minors. Pitcher gets on the mound with 20 seconds to go and just gets his sign right away and just stands there and holds it in a set position. And now the hitter's like, what are we doing? Is he alert? No, he just has to sit there for like 18 seconds. And eventually the hitter calls timeout and burns his first timeout. Well, that's that is that's the part of the strategy that we all think, and we got it right here. You just tweeted it out. But, but uh, and here's the thing. On the second one, see how he's already set. You see yeah. it on Twitch. Scherzer gets set right away. Knows he's throwing a fastball. The hitter sort of looks up and is like, okay, what is going on? And he's like, okay, I'm going to wait this thing out. Scherzer's just holding it, ready to throw it. Gets to about 11 seconds. The guy steps in. He quick pitches him for strike three. So I've like seen, some of the strategies that pitchers yeah. are going to use, and I always wondered if if you can't shift the infielders, but you can still bring an outfielder into shallow right field. And we saw it today with the Red Sox. I think the thing is with uh, the older pitchers, the smart. I've seen a lot of videos from Scherzer since camp started, since spring tra- since uh, spring training started, where he's the one manipulating it and to. using the rules, the new rules, the best. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's going to. Like the old guys, like the young guys, eh, they may not be as skilled, and we'll see what Scherzer's happens. Scherzer's a psycho. He'll yeah. figure out any way to get it. Sure, just hold it done? forever. Eventually, are, the hitter just calls time. Are you done? We're well, done. Uh, I am done. We are done. Uh, and Grush likes to say this at the end of the show, like, you know, so, you know Nick and uh, Billy produced it. If something went wrong, blame them. You guys were awesome. You yep. guys were both fantastic. Excellent job today. I had a blast. Um, Lou, you were fantastic, as usual. Not bad for a former baseball player who used to host a radio show and now is on TV full-time. Jockish, I think, is here to stay. Oh, I like it. I think it's here to stay. Let's bring it back. 
I feel like we got to we got to add a fourth person. Though. We got to add a basketball player and we got to add a, a hockey player. You'll be back on Monday. Yes. We are out of here. Uh Mego and Jones with Arcan is next. Um we'll see you guys on Monday. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.